All right, cool. So that was a very exciting segment. True <laughs> 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 draft, yes or no? I mean, do, you, hey, do you think the union will pick anyone up tomorrow? It's off season. We got to kill time somehow. Yeah, just uh, I doubt we'll, we'll take. Time. Hey guys, Stupid Brothers Podcast here, presented by the Brotherly Game. It's me, AJ, with... Uh, it's me, Luke. It's November 25th. This is kind of episode 43. For us, it's 44, but no one else is going to hear the episode, the other episode. So that's kind of a shout out to our friend Morgan. Uh, we recorded with her last weekend, but she's over in England, and so the recording didn't work out as planned. Yeah, we. I, it was like we had a little different setup, setup just because of her being in England so I'm not sure exactly what went wrong but it didn't sound good and uh it just didn't seem like it'd be worth uh putting out so again but we had such a good conversation with her uh so we're gonna try to get um uh, organize another interview that we could actually put out for everyone it was yeah it was an awesome talk and and you guys would love to hear what she has to say so we're we're definitely gonna get her on again so yeah really bummed that one didn't work out because it was it was so good but yeah we'll definitely get it going again um, so this is episode 43. We've got a lot of off-season kind of uh, silliness happening. Um, I'm sure you all know, but we'll give our opinions on it. Um, and we'll talk about some other team stuff. And then at the end, we'll have a little announcement about an event coming up um, with us, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh, so where to begin? I guess we'll go, what, you want to go chronological on yeah. union stuff over I the mean, past week? I mean, it all kind of s- happened on the one day. The expansion draft day that turned into a lot of MLS silliness. Was, was okay. So the expansion draft happened. No one was taken. Yeah, we that we was were that safe was like from that. That was Tuesday, I thought. Right, and then the next day, I feel like is when everything started happening. Oh, that sounds, that sounds right. Yeah. So so I'm sitting in school, uh, trying to teach, and feel my phone go off, and got a message from my buddy Luke here. I guess my brother. Um, we're buddies. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Let's, let's keep it professional here. Um, Harrison Fabian gone. It's like, what? Okay. Well, uh, nothing nothing too surprising. Yeah, there. we're pretty. I mean, uh, I think the Fabian thing was like absolutely no surprise. We kind of recalling that, or you were hearing that, would, that was going to happen since the end of the season. The Harris uh, one was where I, I, was, I was a little surprised by it. I wasn't. Um, I wasn't positive that they were gonna sign him or whatever, but I, I just I, I thought he would had a it was pretty close fifty fifty eight like chance of getting him back in next year. Yeah, he was left unprotected last year in the expansion draft. Yeah, so that wasn't like a red flag or anything to us. We and thought like that's so just logical. Yeah, the one this year he was left unprotected again. And and I mean, yeah, he had a great season, but I mean, he is getting older. He obviously has flaws. He obviously has great value. Um could we have done more with his value? Like, could we have like signed him and then tried to trade him? Do you think? I mean, I don't know what the inner work. Yeah, I don't are know. And I think again, just because of his age, it, it's going to be hard to do a sign and trade. I think I think it really just going to be a find a team that like is a good fit for him, where he wants to be, and uh, and if the money was right. Um, so it just I it just, it just didn't work out with us. I guess it, I don't know if there's like a lot of negotiations going going through that, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, he he's definitely tough because everyone liked him and yeah, he's he, a good locker room guy and especially with young players and uh, like when Bedoya would step out or 
not be able to play, Harris was the guy. So it's mm-hmm. tough to lose a player like that. You're you're number two in the locker room, and um, yeah, it's definitely like and initially when I heard the news, I was sad, just yeah, because yeah. he's just a guy we like. Yeah, we like through four. He was, it's he was. I mean, obviously they're skilled on the ball, but like again, like like you said, all like the off off maybe like off the field kind of stuff. He was just a good guy and good teacher for some young for Aronson and the young guys. So and obviously had his defensive shortcomings, but. And there's some logic to letting him go, but it just yeah, it was just initially just a, as a fan, it's it's kind of a bummer, right, right. And so today it was announced they had the uh, what was it called the waiver draft and the first pick Cincinnati picks him up. Yeah. So now it's like a bummer because he's still in the East. Um, we'll see him a couple times next year. Yeah. He'll he'll get a good ovation when he comes to town for sure. Yeah, he's definitely no ill will for him leaving. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like he was wanted to leave, or I mean, maybe he did, but like it's not. I don't. Know, it wasn't that kind of situation. And I guess we're kind of jumping the gun there, assuming he'll come to town because it's not that he actually signed with Cincinnati. It's that Cincinnati now has his rights, and so yeah. I guess the other question is weird MLS rules. Yeah, does he still actually want to play in MLS if not for Philly, or is he going to go somewhere else? Does he have an interest in going to the city of Cincinnati? Um. I, I, I wouldn't if I were him. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, feel like they're Philly. like in for Chile. Is, is that a thing? Uh, Sky, the Skyline Chile, that's like the thing. They have like Bengals running around. Yeah. And oh, that's a football team. But yeah. uh, watch out for them anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I could, I like kind of like pictured him going back to Bosnia or um, just going back to Europe to, to finish out his career. So and I was kind of hoping for that because I don't really want to root against him. Right. I don't. I, I don't want to see him, like, and on another MLS team. So it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Do you think, Fabian? Just speaking of the other guy that we're talking about, Fabian. Uh, any shot that he stays in MLS? It seems pretty unlikely. I feel like there's been, at least multiple, like at least two rumors now that he's going back to League MX. So I I feel like that's just like a matter of time that he gets signed back to to, to Mexico. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess I mean obviously I guess there obviously still is a chance that he goes to I don't know Galaxy or I don't know I could see them like signing up star like or like he's kind of a star they could kind right. of would fit their market. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, you know what you're getting with him, and for the price tag that he's got, I don't think yeah. an MLS team right now would be willing to spend that much money to. Yeah. Uh, he'd have to t- take a pay cut to stay in MLS. I'm yeah. Sorry. Um. So he he's off to Mexico. Harris is either going to Cincinnati or Bosnia. Um, <laughs> or other options, but <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I'm just telling you, telling them what their options are. So yeah, they're listening. Um, so that's two guys gone, yeah. and then so later in my school day, I feel my phone go off again, and I assume it's just more reaction to that. But then Luke texts me that texts me that Trusty's gone. Yeah, that was a big shock. Yeah, this. Uh, oh, gosh, this is now this one. This one, this one hurt. It still is. It's going to be tough to process. Yeah. So this comes a year after the Rosenberry move. Mm -hmm. And now, and and so for me personally, it's a bummer because I keep buying these jerseys. So my jersey history with the union right now, um, the first one I got real excited for buying was Jack Mack. Literally traded a month after I bought it. I got a Latou one, which was good. That was a birthday gift. Um, but then he was traded away, but eventually came back. And so he, that one's like solid. Two still, o- yeah, that's yeah, fine. I'm okay with that yeah. one. 
And then last year you gave me a sweet Rosenberry jersey, yeah. only to have him leave two months later. And now Trusty, I, I, I and and you kind of helped me pick him because right. I was between a couple guys: Bedoya, Mackenzie, Trusty. Yeah. Oops. And I forget the <laughs> other one, but hope there's three guys. Because we were thinking like, how oh, Mackenzie's probably get sold. Bedoya could go like to Miami. Trusty seems like he seems like maybe like under the radar he was gonna stick around in MLS and with the union for a couple years and because because we were kind of thinking like true. he's not good enough to like really go off to Europe yet right whereas McKenzie might leave sooner so Trusty was gonna be like a little more of a long term yeah and then he goes and so now it's just like man like all of our thought process behind that was really really poor I so. mean it's all just you know random luck so a lot of the times so. I don't believe in luck I mean I got a David Akam jersey so that's that was never a good yeah. uh, jersey. Oh, yeah. I have a Ernie Stewart jersey, too. I forgot oh. about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be the worst Ernie one. Stewart Union jersey. I thought that was a cool yeah. anyway. So, Trusty's <laughs> gone. Um, but now we have a favorite team in the West, Colorado. Yeah, it's actually, like, they're, like, an easy team to root for. Mm-hmm. Not, like, not, like, obviously now because of, like, Keegan and, and Austin are there. Like, but they, like, they had... Zach Math there. They had Latou was there for a minute, right? Maybe uh, not Latou. But uh, Pfeffer? Pfeffer. Yeah, yeah. Pfeffer was there. Uh Connor Casey. Connor Casey. Uh like we we went out there. That was our first like big brother trip. trip. Yeah. Um Yeah, that's a cool and city. It, it's it's a yeah, great city. Um and, and they're just kind of like also there's not like a kind of non threatening team. Right. They're not like douchey like uh some of the other teams out in the West. Yeah. Um I don't know if that's the right way to describe some of the teams, but I think that's, it is. It's fair. Yeah. Um like they're not Seattle, LA's. I don't like Houston. Um, I feel like RSL and Colorado are the two teams. So I'm like, mm. and maybe in sporting, I feel like those are the three okay. Western teams yep. where I'm like, I don't really mind you. Yeah, Portland's pretty cool too, but uh-huh. I think of the color scheme. I also like the Colorado oh, color yeah. scheme. Yeah, it's, and so it's that's really nice. something. Yeah, that, that I like too. The claret and like blue. So it's not like not that we have like a second favorite team. Because it doesn't really, but like almost. Yeah. They're like a, a likable team. To, yeah. To keep an eye on out west, and uh, we'll play them once a year. So I don't yeah. know. I think it's it's kind of. It could be worse. Yeah, but don't don't come up and ask me if I saw the Rapids game because I can tell you no, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> watch their game. Um, but yeah, man, trusty gone. Yeah. So now it we're is, left yeah. with Mackenzie and Elliot. Yeah. Colin, um, if he comes back. Yeah, and then maybe. A famu, a famu, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That yeah, that could be pretty cool. I think I think he's seems like he could be ready to mm-hmm. at least get signed with the Union. Maybe still play with Steel a lot, but be kind of a a fourth string. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if it makes sense to get like another veteran if we or if we keep Colin. Yeah, I don't know if Colin. I don't know. I feel like we could do better. Yeah. than Colin as mm-hmm. a veteran. I mean, I, I mean, he's I kind of like a safe good. veteran with like yeah, MLS experience good. and. I don't know. I, I don't know if he's. I don't think he's that that expensive. Yeah, I, I guess it's fine. Yeah, I guess I just. I'm just thinking of the last couple games where he kind of like pittered out for. Sure. He had a couple good games, a couple bad, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah he, now we're all in on Mackenzie and Elliott. Yeah, so. we really are. Which, and a little nerve wracking with Mackenzie's injury history. Yeah. Where. But it was, it was kind of a random history with it, like the appendicitis, yeah. and then it was kind of like a weird year for him. But yeah, I, I mean, I do. I, I'm. I like those too, like right, a lot. Yeah. Like I'm not a, uh, I'm not super nervous if the, if they do stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they stay healthy, I think I think we should be fine. Yeah. Um. So money is freed up between those three guys. Right. Really, the Harris and Fabian is really the biggest chunk of change. And so then there's the 
Jamiro Montero. Apparently, an offer was made to him. Yeah, that came out when they did the uh, like the roster release. Um, release. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and they said like they offered they made an offer to Jamiro Montero. So we don't really know what that means. But I think it's no 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 no. So I know what it means. I, I did some research. It means they like are offering him money to stay and play. <laughs> no, but like, like what? How does he was on loan? Like, yeah. So they want to give him money to play soccer. Or but like, how much? Like, us. do they have to buy out? Like, for Mets, it depends on how much money. It's all about the money. <laughs> yeah, but offer. like, that's also like, does he want to stay here? Like, I don't know. There's there's still a lot of factors, but yeah, it's interesting. They're still trying. Yeah, that is not. That's, that's I guess that's all we're, all we're getting out of this. Because it's that he's still an, a possible returning player. Because he was, yeah, well, he was, like, protected, right? Or he was, like, on that list, and so we all started looking at, like, oh, man, they, they think they have a shot, yeah. and then making an offer kind of says there might be a shot. And um, then, like, freeing up all this money and, and the salaries, like, okay, there's, there's it's stuff trending towards a, a positive outcome, potentially, so yeah. we're still hopeful. Um, Straight up, do you think he plays with the union next year? I don't think so. No, I mean, either. Yeah, like, I, I'd love to. I... I don't know, like I, he's he's obviously a, a super valuable asset, but mm-hmm. I, it just doesn't seem like he's it's gonna work out. He did just have a birthday, so now he's a year older. So there's that. Yeah, and and that will happen every year, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he's. Do you think he'd be worth like, like essentially like three million, three and a half million that like we have kind of freed up? No, yeah. I'm gonna. I, I don't like, think. It, yeah. I, I think we can do, I think we can make th- uh, two to three million dollars go further than just th- one Jamiro. Mm-hmm. I think he, I, I mean, he was great when he was great, but I also felt like there were times when he. He was great I, when the union were great. Yeah. And there I, were times where he wasn't as good as we had hoped. Like, mm-hmm. there were times where he was really good, um, active, and in, in the offense, he was putting some good shots in, but there were still some other times where his shots were like wasted and yeah. like opportunities were being wasted so it wasn't like he was platinum gold all the time right to be worth the union spending all that money when we have a, a limited amount of money yeah so. and, and other holes to fill right um yeah because if we then we still need to fill harris's role right we're still looking for a six which yeah. which it was good to hear that uh they they have guys in line who they're they've been looking at so it doesn't yeah. sound like it's kind of like i don't know harris fell out behind the scenes and now we've got to scramble it's yeah like, like this is part of the plan. plan yeah and and tanner says he wants to go uh, get a, a kind of a youth, more youth player a youthful player like under 28 he said specifically so that's, yeah. i think that's a pretty good uh pretty good sign as love how like like will trap what just kidding no move forward move forward um so it's gotta be michael bradley <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Spit take from Luke. Hey. Hey. Um, I like how Tanner kind of talks to us, lets us know a little <laughs> bit. Like, it's not all a mystery. And, yeah. like, with these moves, you can – we might not know what the plan is. We didn't know who Jamiro was at this time last year. We didn't know that Fabian was an option last year. Uh, we didn't know uh, Sergio Santos, Casper. Like, all these names that were big players for us this year, this – in November of last year, we did not know that any of these guys were be would be on the field. Right. We thought Casper might be like a a role player. Mm-hmm. Santos, I don't think he was signed at this point. Uh, Fabian and Jameer definitely weren't. So it's just like 
but seeing all this money freed up with Tanner, it feels like there's definitely a plan. Right. With leadership of four, I felt like, okay, uh, let's 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 just look around. Let's just try to see what we can find. Yeah, go through that bargain bin and hopefully find some scrap together a decent eleven. Yeah, and, and I'm sure there was more to it. I'm sure like we're just. We only saw one side of the story. Sure, but like with Tanner sh- reaching out with like these videos and, and being very uh, upfront, mm-hmm. it just it just makes everything so much better, a better outlook, and and gives everyone a bit more confidence in this team. Like we we just said, like we think he can do more with rather than like spending all this money on, J- on Jamiro that he can find other players. Like I think that's a lot of it's like based off of Tanner's uh, resume. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, and, and it's, I feel like if this was another year and we were losing these big guys from our midfield and a defender who started two-thirds of our games, I might be more panicked. But I'm not really panicked at this point. Mm-hmm. We could lose Harris, Fabian, Trusty, and Jamiro, and I don't think I'd be that panicked right now. I mean, we still have a lot of good pieces who are obviously coming back, who we still have signed and all, but mm-hmm. my, my calmness is with faith that Tanner has connections and he's going to find the right guys who – will come into the league and and uh, fill their spots, play their roles, and that dollar will be stretched as far as he can make it go. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess with that being said, there's still, uh, as, as it's still early in the offseason, there's still plenty of question marks that were kind of waiting to be uh, fulfilled. Not as many questions as there are in Inter-Miami. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Every week I give Luke a load of crap about Inter Miami. He's so obsessed with this team. <laughs> but I did see those a stadium picture of theirs, and they did lay down grass, and it looks like they're actually building something. So yeah. they have like double digits of players now. They're like over like what like thirteen, fourteen players now. That's that's awesome, man. Really, really excited for them. Um, I heard they're going to sign Messi, Ronaldo, Iniesta. They're going to sign yeah. Jose Mourinho. He's going to leave. Uh, Tottenham and I don't know it's just gonna be it's all gonna happen man it's all gonna happen but anyway let's talk about the union this uh I'll be on a inter Miami podcast soon I'm sure (laughs) for my takes what questions (laughs) I know I know we're off uh what questions do you want to ask about okay the uh, team going into uh the next couple one that's maybe a little less pressing but I think is interesting uh is do you think we should go for another 10 to fill in Mark Fabian's role or just give the keys to, to Brandon Aronson um, yes and yes. Okay. Expand. So, <laughs> nah, it's cool. <laughs> Next. Uh, I think, I think we do need another attacking mid. Um, but I think Aronson's holding the keys right now and yeah. it'd be up to him to give them up. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, that's, I think that's the best how I can explain it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't want to see us spending too much money on a number 10 when we have Aronson there and I don't want to get him, his development to get blocked up by a player like that. But yeah, I agree. I do think we do have need to have another option to go along with Aronson at that spot. And Aronson also could be he, he doesn't have to be the ten. He could be like he was the line at the eight. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it isn't that like if we get a ten, he's off the field. Mm-hmm. He can still be on the field. Yeah, I do. I just do think like the ten is where ideally he should his is where his career is going to be mm-hmm. that a number ten player. Um, but it, I don't know, and, and again, we're just looking at what the information we have in front of us. So we're looking at like, we just got like the list of 
waiver free agencies and like waiver players. So like I was looking through the list and like there's some guys I thought might be interesting yeah, to we'll fill go, this kind of role. Yeah, yeah. We'll go through that in the second half. We'll okay, do a yeah, yeah, yes sorry. no segment. Yeah. yeah. Tease. Uh, yeah, tease. Uh, yeah, we got segments coming up. Um so we kind of already talked about how much Montero is worth, but that's that's a question. Like what not only what did the Duke brothers value him at, but where is Ernst Tanner value him? As far as his output on the field, I know Tanner likes to look at data and stuff and yeah. analytics. So I'm sure there's a lot of thought going into that between every dollar or behind every dollar that he's about to offer Montero. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got uh, Burke, Casper, Sergio, Futin. Futin. Fafa has an offer. Kind of Fafa, yeah. Do you, we need like six or seven, eight strikers, right? We need That's how we started the last preseason. <laughs> Is it? We had like a calm CJ. Yeah, I guess we had we had more than we needed. That's what yeah. you know. Got rid of a couple of them. Um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, it seems like Corey Burks in line to come back. So I think with him being back, and I think I'd 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 be good with like a solid group of four strikers. I think we if Fafa comes back too, that I feel like that might be a little too much. Um, because I don't think a lot of those guys could play more of like an attacking midfielder role. At, but. I'm fine with that that striking core. I don't. I'm not too concerned about it, but it, I don't know. I, I obviously could get better, but I don't really know what we would do with with that uh, position. Yeah. So, so you said you, you're fine with a solid group of four, but I don't know if they're solid. Like we don't know what Burke is. Although I saw on his Instagram he had a brace in a game this weekend, um, for whatever Jamaican team he's on. Mm. Um, w- Vooten, we don't know. Casper, we don't know because of injury. He seems like he's back and healthy though, like already. I saw he was doing a little passing thing. Yeah, but if any, he's like hundred percent healthy, then that's any high school soccer could player. He do? Good. He, he can't, he's not gonna be playing games right now. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like that doesn't tell us he's good. It just, I mean, he could be hurt, you know, in the preseason. Like we just don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I think Sergio Santos is gonna be have another step forward. He, he ended the year year well. I think Vuton. With the actual offseason under his belt, it could step into a better, uh, for better, better form. So there's lots of coulds as well, I'm here, but just nothing that's like proven over time. And right. I, I, if we could get someone who would be, and I, I don't know what what I'm looking for, but like maybe like a Dom Dwyer type or something, a guy who's been proven in the league. Granted, I don't, I don't know what he, he did this year. Kind of dropped off, I feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I, I, I I just don't know if they're solid. I just don't. I so I think I'd be okay if we're still in the market for another striker. Uh, That's maybe. fair, but I feel like we'd have to move one. I don't know. I just feel like yeah. it'd be too much of a logjam. And if if we moved one, I don't know if I'd be like that bummed about it. I don't know if like okay. yeah, losing any of these guys, I'd be really bummed with like I was with like Trusty. Mm-hmm. I think losing any of these guys, I'm like all right, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. Question for you uh, going into the off season and perhaps for next year. This year we kind of went 4-4-2, 4-2-3-1. Do you think we transition fully to the 4-4-2 or do we keep the kind of switch I think formation the, thing? I think the Harris move uh, indicates that we're going to be more reliant on the 4-4-2 because I feel like that means we're going to have more of a, a mobile off uh, midfield and I think they're going to be better with the with the press and have like a, yeah, just, I think Harris was kind of a better 4-2-3-1 midfielder and they're moving away from him. I feel like we're going to be more 442. Now now what about if El Sino comes back? Well, I think that that's that could be like the switch at the 65th minute to the 4231. 
Yeah, no, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Do we still continue that switch back? Oh, sorry. I thought you meant, like, to start the game or whatever. But, yeah. um, yeah, I, I guess. I also feel like Elsinium might have less of a role this year because mm-hmm. he's just getting older, too. And he, and he kind of didn't continue his, his magic throughout yeah, the year. I feel like he was, like, hot for, like, five weeks. Mm-hmm. And then after that... Again, when the Union were hot. Right. Yeah. And then after that, it was kind of, like... Everyone talked about him as a super sub, and he and he was obviously a super talented sub. Right, but it wasn't. He attracted a lot of attention too, which I that, mm-hmm. that helps. Yeah, but it wasn't like a consistent. He was. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I kind of hope we don't have to rely on him as much this yeah. year. Like as much as I love seeing his his, his incredible footwork, I, I hope it's not much of not like our only second half need a goal option. Power sub, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one more question going into the off season. Now that we've gotten rid of. Um, Harris, where does the team find assists? So that's that's something that they're going to have to figure out because Harris led the team in assists. And, you know, if if we do have solid strikers like Casper and Santos, who's the one providing the ball? Is it going to be Aronson? Can you trust him at this point? I, he hasn't exactly uh, proven to be trustworthy in the final third and making that final pass. So, yeah, we, we want him to develop and we want him to play, but not sure if he's the guy who's uh, ready to distribute to our our goal scorers. Yeah, I feel like it could be if we spend a lot of money on number six. I feel like that would be where uh, where I could see a lot of assists coming from. Assists coming from the number six. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Interesting. We just talked about Harris. <laughs> let let us assist. Yeah, but but he's a different six than any other. I six. know. We're yeah. not looking for the same kind of six. We're sure. looking for. Uh, uh, Alonzo, a Michael Bradley type, who... Yeah, but I feel like... Gonna, I don't know. I feel like those guys are always involved going forward, too. Uh, you. Uh, number, like, uh, I feel like the next number six is going to cover a lot of ground more than Harris. So I feel like they'll get up, too. Yeah, I just don't think he's going to be... I think he's going to be a ball winner, not much of a distributor. Okay. Maybe more like a Craval Hey, man, model. this is my opinion. No, no, let's, let's, let's not let you... You're not supposed to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Who plugged right, in your then. microphone? <laughs> who plugged in your microphone? I did. You don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> um, so silly season is upon us. It's fun. Uh, Wait, did you answer the question? No. Well, no, that's the thing. I, that's a question that's lying. That's the thing that uh, I think Tanner has to look into. He's got to find someone who's going to distribute the ball. Who's going to be that guy? I mean, like, Bedoya is yep. not exactly the assist machine. Yeah. It's always um, been, like, a new number 10, like, yeah. dodgeball and... Yeah, yeah, so that was the only one, but so like Medana, like it's always been a number ten, I guess. Though it's been rotating. Yeah, yeah, so we'll we, see. That's that's what we need. We need a guy who can provide goal scoring opportunities. So that's a question still lying. Uh, we've gotten rid of a lot of guys, but and it is exciting seeing the union like be in all this news. But now I'm even looking forward to like, oh, we signed someone. Like it's yeah. exciting to like see the beginnings of what's happening. But yeah, and it, I'd say it's like it's getting a new player, and you're like, oh. Finding some highlight reel videos and and researching like what they did in the previous years. It's just kind of fun stuff to get into in the offseason. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're in the beginning of a wave forming, and then mm-hmm. it's gonna really crash, and we're going to ride it to 2020 MLS Cup champions. Wow. Yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Gosh, I need a break. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's take a break. Then we'll talk about some other stuff around the league. Uh, Sons of Ben, and and we got an announcement coming. Uh, at the end of the podcast, uh, about a fun event with us and other brotherly game dudes. So come back after this.
Hey guys, probably game here. AJM, nope. <laughs> hey guys, Doobie Brothers here, presented by the Brotherly Game. It's AJ and Luke here. Uh, just talk about all the Union offseason stuff that we know and don't know. Tomorrow, Tuesday, November 26th, probably the day you're listening to this, the re-entry draft uh, takes place. Um, so a lot of players are eligible for this. So Luke, what I'm going to do, I'm going to go through this list of names, and as names like kind of pop out to me, I'm going to say them to you, and you're going to say yes or no as uh, you'd accept them on the union. Um, okay. So you've got three options, yes, eh, or no. Got it. Okay. So yes being you think they'd be an improvement for our team. Yeah, so yeah. Well, I get it. I get it. Um, eh, you could take it or leave it. And no no means you don't want them on the union. Uh. Okay, so you got it. So name out of my mouth, then you have to think and say yes, eh, or no. Got it. Okay. Do you need me to go over the rules <laughs> one more time? You look confused over there. Oh, boy. Yeah, Luke looks weird today because we had a game yesterday, and he ran into some player, went head-to-head, -head and had to get three stitches in his lip. So Yeah, it's not fun. It looks really gross. Yeah, it looks weird looking right now. Yeah. So um, good thing it's a podcast and not a video. Yeah. All right, are you ready? So you, know the, you remember the rules? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me go through some names on here. Uh, from Colorado, uh, Let's go Dylan Cerna. Uh, uh, no, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, here, here's the ones I was excited for. And and three of them, these three are all coming from the same team from Cincinnati. Huh. Okay. So now that they got Harris, they don't need any of these guys. Um, I'll start with the least exciting. Roland Lama. No. All right. Ready for the exciting ones? Uh-huh. Corbin Bone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a hard yes. And then your old high school opponent. Jimmy Mack. Oh, that guy. James McLaughlin. Yeah, I'll take him. Yeah, I think I think he could be a guy who uh, could come into the union and might be a solid depth piece. All right. uh, I don't know. We, I, logically, no. I think we have plenty of young guys in the attacking or like the offensive midfielder role. It's too late. I said, yeah. <laughs> Houston has Eric Bird out there. Oh, man, union throwbacks. Union throwbacks. Um, Minnesota, Miguel Abara. I th 29 year old striker. Is he a striker? He, uh, yeah, I thought he, he was like a winger. He played, yeah, played more as a winger. He comes from the NASL squad. He was like their last remaining guy. If he could be a kind of player, and and I don't, that could be like kind of like a number ten and be kind of share some time with Aronson at that at that spot. I think that could be interesting because I know he's talented. I don't know if that's the right position for him. I, I, right. I feel like he's more of a winger, but. He, I, so I eh? don't know. Is that kind of the I middle? I guess, eh, but oh, like no. I, okay. I like him. I, if if right. I know more about him, maybe. Mm -hmm. All right. This guy actually does not have a club right now, um, but he's. I'm, I know it's going to be an easy yes. Charlie Lyon. Of course. Of course. Um, I'm shocked that we haven't signed him yet. <laughs> you know, come on. All right. Uh, Juan Agadello. I think so. I think so, yes. I, Just because that talent. Like, I know like he still isn't like... like Proved all his potential, but like I feel like he's so good, right? Right. Uh, yeah. He's yeah. He's and he'll he's got to be picked up by someone. I feel like he's the kind of guy that like once he gets to the right team, he could score like twenty goals. And right. I feel like New New England Maybe. just wasn't that team. All right. So who would you take? Um, we let's say we take Juan Agudelo. Who do you drop? Would you take him over Santos? No. Him over Vooten. Maybe. Him over Burke. 
probably that's probably the mm-hmm. most likely for me. Yeah. If Fafa is an option, then him because I think he'd be better fit because Fafa is more of a winger. Okay. But yeah, that'd be my answer. All right. Uh, next name, another Union throwback, Marcus Epps. No, he's a winger. Okay. I don't think he fits for us. All right. I like him though. Another Red Bull name. BWP. Ooh. You bring in a veteran striker with a history of uh, scoring lots of goals who's but also like kind of up in age. Yeah, I don't think he's been healthy like at all last past year. So I, I want to say no. Okay. Okay. Like I think if we're going to have one question striker with pretty questionable health in Casper, I don't want another one. Okay. That's that's fair. Um, Salt Lake has a couple guys. Uh, Luke Mahalan, Joe Plata. Um, do either of those jump off the page at you? Plata almost. Mm-hmm. He could almost be, be the number 10, I feel like. But I don't know. I'd rather. He's not super exciting to me. All right. And I think the last one I'm going to throw out there, Christian Nemeth from uh, Sporting. I don't know what he plays. Um, Soccer. Okay. Sure. Uh, no, what is, like, I know he's a uh, midfielder. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Probably not. Okay. All right, cool. So that was a very exciting segment. Every <laughs> 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 draft, yes or no? I mean, do, you, hey, do you think the union will pick anyone up tomorrow? It's offseason. We got to kill time somehow. Yeah, just... Uh, I doubt we'll, they'll pick someone up. Yeah. I think Tanner's too 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 above these these weird drafts that Emily's putting out. <laughs> you know, and I think you're He's right. going to shut down this one this year, too, just somehow. You know what? There might be something to that with, like, Tanner, like, just not really being interested in this... MLS funkiness that like you know it's screw all these like little random things let me just go to Europe find a guy he seems like he's not like ignoring it though he's kind of just like gaming the system yeah like he's just like oh I'm gonna you, get some money out of this draft and sell all my picks to Cincinnati <laughs> yeah <laughs> take that Cincinnati although they sold their draft pick this year so they learned oh uh, yeah once up ahead uh but yeah I, I just I don't know I I, I don't think there's gonna be much interests out of these these uh these drafts especially with from Did you say union. giraffes yeah drafts. drafts drafts sounds like giraffes yeah well i also have a messed up mouth so yeah when i teach uh, circle graphs i call them circle drafts and wait till kids can tell <laughs> anyway <laughs> that's pretty funny um Speaking of union throwbacks, here's a guy whose girlfriend yelled at us on Twitter. Yeah, it was super fun. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Ken Trivet, he is back in MLS. Yeah. He's going to be playing with Do Nashville. Do you remember the tweet you said? No. Do you? No. I, I think I... it was just like a random, like, nothing nothing too original. Yeah. Just like, the it's just funny that Ken Trivet is like, was still playing professional soccer. Yeah, it was something, something like, like really like not aggressive yeah and then we got these messages from ken tribbett's girlfriend and she might be listening she might be um she's one i'm not sure if she listens or not uh <laughs> so if you are hi uh sorry but uh <laughs> yeah that was funny she came after us on twitter i was like yeah. whoa 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 i guess you know defend your your defend man defend your bay yeah you know, boo bay i don't know but, what kids are saying but yeah so tribbett will be in uh, nashville are nashville in the east or west this year are they is that even that's like oh, a new thing okay. right yeah so Chicago might be moving to the Western Conference. But then they might have to move back because Austin and potentially Sacramento would join and they'd be in the West. So then they'd have to put Chicago back back in the East to balance it out again. Like that's like snip, snap, snip, snap. (laughs) That's like the the running theory right now that like that's what would happen. That's like the the logical way to to deal with this. But like, yeah, this conference stuff. It is weird. I feel like it's more thought about than like I ever think about it. Like, like I, 
I don't care. I, I don't. I don't really care about it. I don't and think it's a huge deal, but it, it's probably for annoying in some ways. Like, yeah. yeah. Like imagine. I, I guess yeah. If you're a, what is it more fun or not, not fun to be like Chicago and go from like east to west? I mean, they suck. So like, you probably don't want to go on yeah, the west. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think like as a, like if that were the union and like I don't think there's much factor. Like I guess we like. We enjoyed like the DC like away trips and like because like we get to go to those and and maybe like a lot, like you know, Union fans like to go to like New York for those games, so like if you don't have the, like two like a home and away with the, with the kind of those closer teams that might be a factor. Right. So like Chicago, but, what are they close to like what Cincinnati and stuff and Columbus like kind of in that Minnesota, area. Minnesota, yeah. Yeah. So like, would they not have? I, well, like, I don't know. Who? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Oh, and they haven't announced what would happen, though, I don't think. Yeah. Like, what's the real breakup? So we'll see. The real issue is that Chicago logo. Oh, my God. People hate it. People do hate it. You're you're a designer. Give yeah. us your take. Okay. So first of all, because I'm a designer, I don't want to rip it because I know how much work goes into thing, these things. Not, no, no, not this one. <laughs> no, but honestly, <laughs> it, it did. And mm-hmm. that's the truth. And and as a graphic designer, I'd hate to see something I made get so poorly received. Even though it is, it's a professionally made, well done logo. It's maybe not the most exciting one, but it's not terrible. It's honestly not terrible. I think um, like the like the center the the triangles the triangles like having that is such and creating a unique simple shape that you can use just that to resemble a team and to represent a team. That's pretty successful. It's like as a graphic design uh, principle, that's like a very successful uh, trait to have in a logo. So there, there's there's fat parts of it that's like I don't love. Like I don't love the colors. It's too close to Real Salt Lake. I think it's maybe like could use a couple little bit of extra detail, but and the shapes the shapes a little weird. But like other than like it's not. It's not as bad as the internet likes it to, wants it to be. No, nothing. I, in all defense of the internet, nothing ever is. Right. Um, it just become like a joke, and people like to make jokes. Yeah, they like, really. Yeah. I don't uh, know. They really went away from the red. Like. Yeah. For red to be their primary like jersey color. Right. There isn't much red. But in also, this logo. like the 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 logo they moved from had a lot of blue too. It had a lot of blue, but it's still like a mostly red. Like it was pretty it? close. Yeah. But yeah. But but also like that logo, like. I don't know. It it was it was it was fine too. Like I I do like the old like kind of keeping like kind of like a historic look from you know the beginning of MLS. Mm-hmm. But it also like it didn't have that kind of characteristic that you could like use take one element and that represents the whole logo. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So there's there's parts that like you can go either way. And and I and obviously everyone have their opinion, but it's just like <laughs> give it a break. I don't know. It's not that bad. And um, like and it's like yeah. a logo. In a couple months, the Chicago fans are gonna use it. They'll get the gear and they'll like it, and it won't be a thing. And that's really all that matters. If the team and the fans, or the, if the fans are accepted at some point, mm-hmm. and I think they will. It's, it's just like when things, new things come out like this, people love to bash it. Right, right, right. Yeah, it just kind of makes me have to think about the union never had to rebrand what it would be like, and hopefully you'd be a part of that, so you can make like a. That'd be cool. No, we did a little logo update. I think that was really well done. Yeah, it just simplified a bit. And the color is tweaked and looks nicer now. Mm-hmm. I, I came up with a question. I forgot to put this on a rundown, so I'm going to throw it at you oh boy. blindly. Um, so if the union had to change their name to one of the other Philly sports teams' names, uh, which which different Philly sports team would make the most sense? 
And then the other question I had was like, if like I thought I was thinking this might be cool if if your city, so kind of like, all right, so Pittsburgh, all their professional sports teams are black and yellow. Uh-huh. So what if every sports team or every city, all of your sports teams had to be called the same name? So like, it's like like Real Madrid does that. Like they have a basketball team called Real Madrid. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so, it's all like it's actually part of a, a single kind of organization, right? I I don't know. I don't know. So this is all kind of just like hypothetical, but mm-hmm. like. So I was just think about Philly out of uh, the big few. Uh, Top, the big five. Big five. Uh-huh. It would not including Top. Seoul. <laughs> we could. Well, if we all win Seoul. <laughs> Seoul baseball, Seoul basketball. But like which of those, the big five names would make the most sense to name uh, all of the Philly sports teams? So you got Eagles, Flyers, Phillies, Union, Sixers. I think like logically the F- Phillies is because it's Philly. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that one. As, I thought that was like the least obvious. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, that, that's the, the, the easiest way to go. If you're going to do this, make this, this uh, force these teams to change their names. Well, but, so I was thinking the obvious one would be Sixers. Yeah, oh, that's true, too. Yeah, that's obvious like, with mm-hmm. the city history. And then like red red and white and blue would be cool colors mm-hmm. for all the teams to have. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think that I was like, oh, that might be cool if like, I mean, I don't, I don't ever see that happening. Right. I mean, it won't. Yeah, it, it is cool that like like Pittsburgh has that, but it's also like I really like our colors. I think yeah. the Sixers also have great like brand. The Eagles green is like pretty, pretty uh hard to miss. Like I don't know. I think I feel like it's it's kind of cool that we have kind of a whole range of. Pretty much, you could wear any anything. color and be supporting a Philly sports team yeah. other than yellow, and purple. Basically, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Yeah, you got them all. Red, orange, green, blue. You know your colors, man. Most of them. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just thought that question, I thought it was a kind of a fun. Yeah. It was a lot less fun, nice. actually, than I thought. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, uh, Doopy Brothers updates. We got a couple things before we uh, sign off here. Um. So, being in Virginia, we've, we haven't really thought about doing this, but as we made this podcast... We want to be a little more involved with uh, the nature of the union and fandom and kind of the game day experience. So mm-hmm. uh, tonight we join the Sons of Ben. It's official. It's official. Feels pretty cool. Shout out to Jeff Mitchell for inspiring words, welcoming nature. Uh, shout out to Matt, the Sons of Ben president, who reached out to us after the podcast where we talked to Jeff, and he wanted to give us a personal welcome. So that was a really cool touch. Yeah, I really him. appreciate that. That was really cool. Um, so, so yeah, we're in. We look forward to going to the tailgates. Hopefully we'll get to meet more fans and... Can't wait to get a scarf too. Yeah, the, yeah. The package needs to be fun. I need a new scarf. It's been a while. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're we're excited about that. That's gonna be a new thing that we're adding to our repertoire of uh, game day experiences. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. I, it's, it's yeah, it's cool. It's I feel like it's taking too long for us to do this, but yeah, I'm excited to finally do it now. Yeah, we just never really had much like reason to because I mean we always have had season tickets and it's always with our dad and like we, we didn't want to ditch him because that's not really something that he's as interested in yeah but screw you dad we're sons of ben now no just kidding we're still gonna sit with our dad most of the time but uh yeah if he's not going to the game maybe we'll hop into the river end with with the boys and girls of the sons of ben yeah yeah it's gonna be cool um another thing uh i guess it's new um but want to give a little shout out to the free kick pod it's gonna be a new podcast about the union um presented by a guy in maryland uh, we'll be on it sometime in December. He's going to have Jeff Mitchell, El Parcero, um, one of the bros talking soccer guys, I think Dave, mm-hmm. is going to be on it. So he's uh, 
starting up some union talk starting in December. He's still alive, EPL and Champions League, but he's a union season ticket holder, so he is going to be doing his new podcast on the union. So another one joining the podcast family. There's a lot of us. Yeah, so it was at us, free kick now, um, always soccer, all three points. Um, Adam Kahn's one, like a don't uh, they, pitch side pod. Pitch side pod. Yeah. Um, what's the guy who has his TV show on Fox, The Gambler? Oh, Sean Brayson. Yeah. Is that the same thing as? No, that's the different. I, I can't remember all the ones you listed. Mm-hmm. But. Views from the bridge. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch. Uh, but, hey, thanks for listening to us. Um, and we'll yeah. keep it going in the off season. Um I know you guys appreciate it. We we get some love on Twitter for still doing it because we're brothers and we got nothing else to do on a Monday night other than drink some beer and talk about the union, even when it's not much to talk about. Yep. And then last thing, I guess. uh, The big news. The big news. Bigger news, almost. Yeah, this might be the biggest news of uh, my year. Yeah. Um, So we've thrown around this idea for a while, and uh, Matt Ralph has – He's the editor at brotherlygame.com, if if you didn't know, but I'm sure everyone That's knew. Man. He does a whole bunch. He does everything. Um, but he set up, uh, I guess, kind of a celebration and brotherly game party. Oh, get together. We're going to do a live podcast. Um, so if you're looking for something to do on Sunday, December 8th, and you're a fan of this podcast or a fan of El Parchero or just the work at Brotherly Game, um, December 8th, we're going to do a little live podcast. We're going to play a little... A little pickup, a little pickup football, um, and yeah, so should be, should be fun. Yeah, should, should should meet just, people, meet more, more, more the uh, guys, more union more fans, the, uh, more make more connections. That's what we're we're excited about. Yeah. So if you want details for where it's going to be and you want to play some soccer with us, um, yeah, shoot us a message, reach out to Brotherly Game, El Parchero, any of us, and uh, we'll get you that information. Um, but yeah, so it'll be Sunday, December eighth. So if you're free, come on out, meet us, and uh, find out how. Uh, I was gonna say how weird we are in person, how awkward <laughs> we are in person. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, but we're pretty good. We're pretty good at soccer. So yeah, uh, that's, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah, can't wait. Um, so yeah, that's it for tonight. Uh, thanks for listening. Kind of covered a whole grab bag of all kinds of stuff. Hopefully next week we'll have something a little more to talk about after uh some Thanksgiving Day signings. Yeah, and we'll try to line up a couple more interviews. Yeah, we got the guys from Tallahassee that are going to come on next week. Um, and a couple other guys we got planned to reach out to. And then, of course, Morgan, we're going to get her on once uh, she's back in America. Um, our buddy Zach, once you go to England, we uh, learned we can't talk to you anymore. So yeah. sorry about that. Whoops. Um, so thanks again for listening. Everybody have a great Thanksgiving. And uh, hopefully we'll see you out there on the pitch December 8th. Yeah. Okay.